The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Scoot from the Cleveland Sports Fan Network, here to tell you about our new lineup for the rest of 2021 and beyond. We still have your favorites, like Oshimaida and the Fan on Mondays, our flagship show, the Cleveland Sports Fan, on Tuesdays. Wednesday has the Burley Gunner Show. Thursday is the Four Chubs, a roundtable show hosted by Burley Gunner. And on Friday, Pit Road News, a NASCAR, F1, and IndyCar talk show hosted by Scoot the Cleveland sports fan himself. New episodes every day at 6 a.m. Eastern. Visit us at redcircle.com forward slash Cleveland dash sport dash fan. Hey, this is Scott and Burke from the Davis and Davis show, the podcast for everything Ohio. Two guys who met at the University of Akron and have a love for Northern Ohio. We talk about everything from entertainment to motorsports to fine wine and spirits. Do you want to get a little insight on Northern Ohio from the perspective of two middle-aged men? Well, as we say, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit down, relax, and listen. New shows every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. Just go to www.redcircle.com slash Davis and Davis. Or find us on Apple Podcast, Prime Podcast, Google Podcast. Check out our Facebook page at Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. And we just don't care. Welcome to the law firm of Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Davis and Davis, the law firm that doesn't give a shit. We don't know, and frankly, we don't care. Just don't care. No. Um, I, I'm going to give the COVID update today. How are you coming along? Let me uh, let me turn off my virtual background for a second. None. Can you see me? I can see you and your room. Why does your thumb look like you... Why do all your fingers look like you hit them with a hammer? All of the skin. Okay, I got... Remember I got the mouth ulcers? Yeah. Apparently I got it on my hands as well. The fuck is it? And what... This is just after effects from, from COVID. Um, he said that basically the ulcers on my hands were the exact same thing that were in my mouth. So the canker sore, whatever. 
I've he not said, heard of that side effect, but fuck. Well, he said that my body basically shut everything down uh, during COVID to fight the COVID. And so any other virus that was in my body, like I get cold sores. Yeah. That's a type of herpes. Yep. Yes, it is. So, you know, uh, he said that that's just a, you've dealt with it. Like my mouth is 100% golden now. Sweet. I feel good. great. Uh, it was, I, I actually went out for lobster on Friday last week. Ooh. Yeah. I, I, I was very, very tempted. I was like, man, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. <laughs> and, uh, uh, so, so we went up to Choctaw casino. I proceeded to lose $250. <laughs> um, then I proceeded to go and, uh, yeah, go to the buffet and spend another 40 bucks. But they had all-you-can-eat lobster that day. Oh, Jesus. Dude. Dude. You can eat a lot of fucking lobster, can't you? Uh, I think my friend Jordan ate six. I <laughs> ate five. But I also ate probably a pound of prime rib. Oh, geez. So. Oh, and then I had had a ice cream afterwards. Oh, you see. Can you see that right there? Wait, right there. See it? how it's red right there? Man, a little bit. That's because you're touching with your fingers, right? Nope. <laughs> That's because my skin's falling off there. Oh, good. Dude, I'm a fucking leper now. Well, it's like a peel, you know? Pe you know, Women pay good so money to get all their skin peeled off. <laughs> so my skin had started falling, up, falling off while I was at the casino. And I mean, it was coming off in, in pieces like <laughs> God. that huge, huge two inch long pieces that were really thick. Um, oh, so, I have to save that one for later. Oh. So, so, so I ended up peeling one off of my finger, but I, I kind of left it hanging on my finger <laughs> and I'm sitting at a slot machine. I'm pressing the button. I'm waiting for my friend Jordan to come by to to let it go so that it just hangs there. And then I was going <laughs> to scream and go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah! <laughs> so Jordan, Jordan comes over. <laughs> and I'm like, dum, dum. Ah, ah, ah. because I thought it was a good joke. <laughs> he just never caught it. That bastard won five hundred fifty, like six hundred dollars, six hundred dollars that night. Nice. So, what are we drinking tonight? Jack and ginger. Mm. Um, I didn't have any Coke. I really wanted to do. I I I went and picked up some of uh, what is that coconut rum? Uh, Malibu. I picked up uh, some Malibu. So I was going to do Malibu and Coke, but I spent all day doing a PowerPoint presentation for someone. Um, 
You could have just done this piece of paper, you know. But I, but but <laughs> I I did the PowerPoint. But but I did the PowerPoint instead. <laughs> Do not fuck with my red stapler. <laughs> um, Eventually, they they gave us the boss switch, but then they said I could go back to this <laughs> to the swing line. <laughs> I had that. I bought that. You can you can buy that. You can go to swingline.com and buy the red stapler. Yes, you can. I I did not realize that you could do that, and I actually went to K, not Kmart. It was uh, it was probably Wally World, and bought the burgundy one because I was like, ah, okay, I, they don't have the red. They don't have the red. I didn't realize that they never made the red until after the movie. After the, yeah, exactly. Now I did order it years ago. Um, the only bad thing was, and I don't know if that red paint was new to them and it was a bad process, it faded. Yeah. Um, and now it, I gave it to somebody. It, it's, oh God, it's probably 10 years old now. It's like salmon colored, you know, <laughs> but if you peel off the, the rubber bottom, it's still brilliant, bright red on the underside, but yeah, the sun faded the shit out of that thing. That's not UV protected. No, 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 no. So I am, uh, well, at the moment, I'm doing Devil's Cut and Pepsi. Oh, I love that Devil's Cut. And that was, I still have some. And I'm, I'm trying something. I realized that uh, I had a flask. And every time that I would have a little bit of leftover burn, I pour it in the flask, kind of as an emergency flask. But then I remembered, um, and forgive me, I can't remember. There's two guys who love whiskeys and bourbons and they have a YouTube channel and they talked about an infinity bottle. And the, the, the concept is you have a little, you know, shot, half shot, two shot, whatever left in a bottle of bourbon, you pour it into this infinity bottle. And so it is mixtures of, of, you know, however oh. many kinds of bourbons, whatever you want to put in there. And then it just, it, it grows into different you know flavors and whatever it is so i've got yeah you're you're making your own blend yeah but it's a mystery blend it's like a hairy buffalo of good bourbon and uh so i realized my god i have a start of this already so that that really nice bottle of uh bow and and whatever um i took the label off of that it's a really nice bottle it's got a nice cork cap so it's pretty so that's the start i've got i don't know probably three, four fingers of bourbon in the bottom of it already. So, and I tried a little bit of it tonight. Pretty damn good. I'm not, not going to lie. And it'll, it'll change as you add different things. Obviously it's going to change mature. Right. You know, pull different flavors from different things. And like, you can, <laughs> you could probably take a little sip of it and go, well, it needs a little of, you know, sweetness or something. And you could, you know, you get another sweet bourbon or something like that and throw it in there and, I was going to ask you if you had uh, taken a taken a swig of it yet. Yes, I had a little bit of it tonight, and not too shabby. It's it's like it was hard to explain because you had a lot of different flavors. Like I said, I've got probably five five or six different bourbons in that right now. So you're like you're picking out like notes of well, that tastes kind of like that one, but a little bit, you know. So yeah, it's it's interesting. I would definitely uh I would definitely be interested in trying that. 
Well, uh, it's going to be an ongoing thing. I mean, it's it's like it's not near full at the moment. So as time progresses and it fills up, who knows? Maybe you'll get out here and we'll we'll crack it open. Well, I'm definitely going to get out there this year. Um, I keep hearing you bullshitting about that. I don't see nothing. Come on. <laughs> I'm going to make it out there this year. I'm waiting till the summer, though. Uh, I, probably a good idea. I'm waiting Here. for the summertime. Do the share screen if you would. Oh, crap. Uh, let's see here. Multiple participants. So you should be able to share. Burke Davis has started sharing. Ooh. Yeah, that was just a couple days ago. We have more snow since then, just so you know. They said that you got like six more inches yeah last night was it um so this this was two hours of shoveling my driveway me pulling my car out into the street and getting stuck because they didn't do the yeah what what the hell do you live by a church a church yeah there's a church next door as a matter of fact and they have a pokey stop so which is kind of nice Play so pokemon go they have not um yeah the, the it has not burnt down yet from like no but like i don't i don't you see like anybody going there you know but yeah okay so now you see that big pile there on the right it's now twice as high as that now because it's snowed three more times since then yeah that first snow i, I couldn't get out my back door barely and that's how oh. much snow is up against the fucking garage door i love it <laughs> man do i miss that's, ohio that's when it started yeah man. Good, good shit there. Uh, somebody's license plate. Shiny Bulbasaurs. They're the brother-in-law with my old uh, Honda snowblower came over and, and blew it one afternoon from another deer snow. Fuck you. All right. I like it. I like <laughs> it. I, I found my 80s backdrop now. Nice. I feel better. I nice. feel better. Um, I, I didn't like having Burke standing behind me. No, it's just three freaks people out, you know. But it was times three. That's what was bothering me. Okay. One of um, me is weird enough. Yeah. Um, so, anything else new going on? This Saturday is the 24-hour of Daytona. Why, yes, it is. And I will be attending the 24-hour of Daytona party. Not in Daytona. No. No, this is the friends up in Copley, and they they literally stay up and watch the whole thing. They have this cool barn, as a matter of fact. Well, that's Halloween. I might be able to find some pictures from last year. What was that? La, 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 la. January. Yeah, here we go. Share screen. That picture. So they got a big TV set up and all sorts of sports theme stuff. And if there's ever a crash, there was, yeah, Bernie last year. <laughs> if there's ever a crash, we have to do shots. <laughs> Uh, there's the there's the interior of a brand new Corvette, the mid-engine model. Uh, yes, I had the opportunity this summer to drive one. Ooh. Um, 
at the State Fair of Texas, but um, I couldn't pass the breathalyzer. Shocking. <laughs> and it probably, was... probably a wise idea on their fucking part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was it was a gorgeous burnt orange or bright orange. I, it was. I, I don't. I don't think I have the. I, I know I have the pictures on my phone. I don't have them on my computer to share. Uh, if your iPhone should transfer the pictures over to your iCloud, I mean that's where I'm getting those pictures from. Is Google sends all my pictures to Google Photos, and I can just pull them up on my computer. I don't know if uh, I am talented enough to uh, do that, but let me go to my iCloud photos. Do, 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 Let's see if there's any do. other cool photos in here that I need to. Ah, there we go. So I have a black Civic. Yes. I want this. For a sticker for my car. Oh God! You know what that is, right? I sure do. <laughs> Go speed racer. That's right. That's racer X racer. number nine. Go speed racer. Go. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I don't know why my iCloud does not um share my new photos yeah probably haven't told it to probably haven't told it to update lately i hope it's not nude Um, we all hope it's not nude the last john davis hang on oh i think i'm getting close here oh this is the picture you know what i gotta i gotta upgrade my processor so that i can have this is my background You look so happy. Why the hell? <laughs> I don't even look like that anymore. <laughs> look a little more like Colonel Sanders now. <laughs> uh, between that and I've lost weight. I mean, okay, yeah, it goes straight from straight from these pictures, which. Are brand spanking new. I don't, I don't, I don't get it, man. Yeah, um, play with it another day. Anyways, it was, it was a gorgeous car, dude. Uh, oh, yeah. I know I posted it on Facebook and and said something to the effect of, "This is my wish list now." Uh, I want that car so bad. <laughs> It was gorgeous. Uh, it was comfortable. It it made me feel like I was nineteen again. Uh, but then again, if I were to purchase that car, all I would hear from the younger folks is, "Oh, there's a midlife crisis going mm. on." Uh, things like that, and you'd um, be like, "Damn right, bitch." I, I... <laughs> 
<laughs> I have no problem. I have earned the right to buy this car. <laughs> I have no and problem you with you. You can't afford it. You can call it what you want. Um, but I'm calling it me enjoying myself. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I know that you said to, uh, to give it up and, and quit licking, but this is, a. Uh, okay, wait, there's Kristen with the fever. So, oh, there's a brand new one that I just put on that you'll get to see later on in the evening. Okay. Uh, I haven't even told the audience what we're doing yet today, so. Oh. Uh, Would you care to enlighten the audience as to what are we doing today, then? <laughs> we are doing, ladies and gentlemen, the Davis and Davis best top TV shows as we were growing up. It, it was a little harder than I had anticipated, as you can see by my, my copious runners-up. Uh... <laughs> Let me see here. What screen is it going to bring it up on? Share screen. Share. That would be the bright orange Corvette. Pretty. Oh, look at that side view. It just, I, from the at the front, it reminds me of a Corvette. On the sides, it reminds me of a McLaren. And then if you go to the rear, it's like a Ferrari. That's a oh good-looking car, man. I won't lie. Man, I have to... Okay, I'm going to have to go to the restroom here for a second. Oh, speaking of which, with your fingers, do you not have to wear fucking gloves to wank one off? Oh, God. I haven't even... Been, I haven't been able to wank one off since, like, Christmas Eve. Uh... Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at that sexy beast. <laughs> Green and yellow is my colors. That's my oh. jam. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is the 8520 from, uh, from John Deere. 8220? 8520? No, it's What's the huge thing up front there in, in front of the grill? Right here? Yeah. Those are weights, counterweights, so that when you put an implement onto the back, uh, okay. it, it doesn't uh, pull the front of your, your tractor it. up in the air. Got it, got it. Uh, you, you notice the, the dualies dual tires. are up front, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love the fact that it has dualies on it, but this machine here is also four-wheel drive. Oh, that wow. thing, well, I, uh, one of my friends actually has one of these and uh they were having a a a huge um flood where they were at and he was like the only one that could drive down the street and go pick people <laughs> up it was hilarious like that that is a big that That's is a beast a big boy all right i can get rid of this stuff now because i may have to uh get prepared for um, ba -ba -ba. Uh, all right, so is there anything that we must do prior to? Yes, we must refresh our drink. Okay. I'm gonna... All right, so we're going to take a break. We're going to reload, and we'll be back. 
bull by now. So, what is your cat's name? Kendrick. Okay, or- this is is this this is this the other one. You have two cats, right? Nope. Only got the one. Oh, just, uh, just we we got this guy as a we were a, as a foster in big quotation marks during COVID, and then we're just like fuck it, we're keeping him. But he's he's not a Tracy Tupman cat. Okay. But he's close. Like he'll come up and and they'll just bite you for no fucking reason. They'll just walk by and bite you and walk away, and you're like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> you know? Okay. Okay. Um. Wow, you just brought up a whole nother story. Uh, <laughs> okay, so so Kristen and I got married in two thousand. And uh okay. uh we lived for two years in Rhode Island, uh in a town called Woonsocket. Um Which sounds actually, like a sounds like a euphemism for women's sports. But go ahead. We actually lived in Philadelphia for two months. Are you recording? Yeah. Okay. Why? I just don't remember hearing we're recording again. So. Oh yeah, it's recording. Okay, because you um, know you have issues with that. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so. So we were living in Philly. We moved to Rhode Island. We lived with her mom. So I've lived with her mom before. Okay. Uh Damn. You had a point, oh. but you lost. Oh, it. okay. No, here it is. <laughs> so her brother had a cat. Well, actually, it was the family cat before Kristen's mom and dad got divorced. And when they got divorced, it went, the cat went with Eric. Okay. And um, Eric no longer had a house. So he had to give up the cat. He gave it to Kristen's aunt. And when we decided to move to Texas, we decided that we were going to take this cat with us. Cat's name was Beatrice. Okay. Uh, Good name. The cat lived with a pit bull for years. Okay. The cat was the meanest cat I've ever met in my entire (laughs) fucking life. I take that back. You know what? She had her moments where she was fun and would let you pet her, and you would feel like an owner that actually had a loving relationship with its pet. And then all of a sudden, the claw would come out, and she would rip a one-inch gash in your forehead. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that was... that was. I, 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 there's not a specific story. Well, the specific story is that Scott being the asshole that he is, um, one night Beatrice was under the the bed and Scott decided that he wanted to pet her and she was making the noise telling Scott to stay away. Which Scott probably ignored. (laughs) Of of which, you know that red mark there in the center? (laughs) The whole reason that there's a crease there is because she ripped a one-inch gash <laughs> on my forehead. I popped up. There's blood gushing out. I look, I look at Kristen, and she looks at me and goes, told you not to mess with her. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I, I seem to have... I, I seem to have... Uh, 
I, I do remember many stories where people have said that. Or something to the effect of that. Oh, kind of like Tracy Tutman's cats. Oh God, they were the most psycho fucking animals I've ever met. I mean, it might have only been one, but I mean, like the cat would come up, like, like you see in the movies. He's you know he's nudging against you and purring, and you reach down, and then you've got blood all over your hand. You're like, what the fuck just happened? But it was okay. back. It was yeah, it was bad. So Burke and I, Burke and I went to. A Tracy Tupman, no, the Tracy oh, yeah. Tupman Halloween party. Um, I'll take your word for it. I don't remember much of any of those fucking parties. And what were you dressed as? If you don't remember, yeah, I, I was not dressed as anything because at that point in time, I had been kicked out of my house. I had no clothes and was living basically in a closet in Gazetta Hall. Oh, okay. So I did not go as anything. We've already well, what, had what was I wearing? Uh I don't remember. <laughs> because it was a Tracy Tubman party. <laughs> yeah. I mean I I think okay the the only thing that I was wearing that was odd was the the white tuxedo jacket that I had, <laughs> um, which was freaking awesome. It was satin and it was tails. Nice. Uh, I I think I wore that every day to high school during my senior year. <laughs> I, fucking crazy. Um, I seem to remember that that. That you were, I don't know if you were a magician. I don't know. You were, <laughs> you, you had a top hat. I don't remember the rest. I don't remember the rest. I don't yeah. remember much of that party. Like the minute that we got there, we were. The drinks were shoved in your hand and you were drinking and all of a sudden well, it was there the was, next day and you're like. There was a lot more than drinking going on in that party and I do not uh I probably remember the first five minutes. Good party. I, it was, I, the, <laughs> well, I, okay. The funny part about that is that that was like the first Akron U party that I ever went to. Um, so I sat back and thought that all the parties were like that. And uh, so the, the next party that I went to, which was like at Kevin Head's house, uh the little tamer yeah um i was like oh this is totally different i mean yeah. everyone <laughs> was drinking but yeah they were having a good time know. and actually talking to each other and not That's yelling something. and yeah that was like that was now the did, first that was the did, first time that jenny and i were doing whippets <laughs> on the stairs now did they do their rendition of uh was it sly and the family stone uh they did the Sly and the Family Stone. Yeah. They did the Jackson 5. <laughs> and then the new thing that had started at that point in time was uh, Bobby Brown um, had that song, Everybody's Talking. Yeah. Why don't they just let me in? Um, <clears throat> Some of effect. My prerogative. That's what yes, the song was called. Uh, 
that became kind of a uh, tradition at 11 o'clock to play because at the beginning of the song it says it's 11 or it sounds like they're saying it's 11 so Kevin was like no we're doing this every every night every well, night at 11 like, like maggot brain at midnight on the radio <laughs> whether whether Charles Shin was there or not um and and uh who's the Italian guy yeah it was it uh, Stefano uh, Stef was was it Stefano uh, I thought Stefano was like the the technician guy, where this guy was there for acting. Um, but he was kind of a bigger dude, right? He, yeah, he was a bigger I think, dude. I think Stefano. Oh god, I can't remember. That was so many years ago, so hazy now. Uh, yeah, they, do, you, do you remember them getting on fucking MTV doing sport? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we all watched that shit too. It was great. I think we went over to Kathy's house and watched that. Watch it what, live. Wasn't that like a spring break special yeah, or something like, like an MTV that? MTV spring break. They flew them down, paid for their fare and everything. Yeah. Absolutely if, insane, man. Yeah, if they'd have had costumes, they probably would have taken it because they were they were tight, man. They had their shit down. It was it was funny. The the whole my prerogative one, like I don't dance. And and Kevin kept trying to get me to come into the the whole my prerogative thing, and I was like, it, it just doesn't. Nah, I, I, I did the slide the it. Family Stone with him a few times. I was never as good as them, but yeah, I got suckered into it. It was the Jackson Five one was the one that that tripped me out because they would do that slide and then shimmy back <laughs> up. I was like, oh fuck, man, they're good. I suck. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was a six foot tall, hundred fifty pound little pencil that could not dance for the life of me i looked well I looked, like all of us had taken dance classes at some point in time because we had all done acting classes so we had a little bit of finesse i didn't you were an take, actor you were always backstage i was a technician yeah i was there for lighting design not anything else <laughs> uh, all right so as we said before the break our show today is the Davis and Davis top 10 growing up shows. Yeah, buddy. Uh, let's see here. Not that oh, one. God. PowerPoint. Not that one. Not that one. Let's not share the wrong screen there, buddy. Not like anybody's watching, but okay. <sighs> there okay. we go. Well, I, I don't need you to see the notes that I have for my shows because I'm going to give them to you. Uh, well, I'm going to give some of them to you as questions. This is always such a one-sided. I'm never going to share my shit with you again. It's always so damn one-sided. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You have trivia notes on there. I have a few, yeah. I did not... I did not transcribe your trivia notes oh, into okay. my into my notes section, and honestly, I didn't memorize them. I did not even okay. look at them. I just so looked at the titles. Okay. I have no clue what your what your I mean, trivia I've stuff got little is. Little bits, of, yeah. I got you know little bits of you know useless information just to to you know round it all out. You know, now, kind of I, bring it all together. I I originally only had four. Four, uh, four runners up. Oh, oh, okay. That's not so, bad. Yeah, that's good. So I get the list from Burke, and there's like eight. I, I'm like, well, oh, I, holy I, crap! I got to sit just, down and 
I'm just going to run through them real quick. I mean, it's, you know, it's not a big deal. It's just, well, you know, I started, I started doing, I started looking at, you know, YouTube and, and, you know, uh, Vogue's top 10, whatever, you know, and I'm like, Oh shit, I forgot about that. Show. Oh shit. I forgot about that show. Well, like, here, oh dear Lord. The format is very simple. Burke is going to start. I will come after, after our number twos, we will do our runner ups. Cool. Sounds like a winner. Ladies and gentlemen, you are about to live <laughs> through the best two hours of your life <laughs> with the Davis and Davis best TV shows growing up. All right, Burke, we're going to start with your number 10. What you got? Number 10 uh, for me, and this was kind of tough going back and forth with these, but I, I chose WKRP in Cincinnati. Uh, let's see here. There you go. Oh, man. Nice graphic. Well done, sir. Thank you. I like it. Thank you. I may actually post this one on, on Facebook. <laughs> or not. Well, I, I might yeah, do it whatever. on Facebook yeah. because uh, uh, YouTube gets really bitchy with me about, about the music that I use in the oh, beginning. Yeah. Even yeah, though I... So everyone knows ahead of time the music before we start is licensed through a company called Megatracks, but YouTube gets really bitchy about it every time and flags it so that I can't make any money on it. So I don't like using YouTube. But anyways, go on. WKRP in Cincinnati with one of my favorite actresses from the 70s and 80s, Lonnie Anderson. She was easy on the eyes. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I, I, I was married like to Bailey. Burt Reynolds. That didn't last too long, though, did it? Well, it doesn't last long when Bert cheats on her. But uh, yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, you'll have that. So yeah, just a great ensemble cast in that show. Great writing on that show. The one of my favorite episodes of all time is the first annual turkey drop. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> the end of that show has got the best line ever. And it is <laughs> Mr. Carlson goes in the office. He comes back out. And he as God is my witness. I thought turkeys could fly. And it walks away. <laughs> And Les Nessman on the scene, basically recreating the uh, Hindenburg disaster <laughs> with turkeys is phenomenal. Uh, oh, oh, God. God. Um, uh, what's his name from, from that just died uh, not too long ago? Um, oh, so, dude, so many people are passing away now. It's killing me. Yeah, um, I know. Yeah. So uh, just a couple little quick trivies on there. The ending theme song. That real heavy rocking song and everything like that uh -huh. is complete gibberish. There's not a regular word of English in that whole song. It was, it was, it, he did it as a joke, thinking, you know, oh, people are going to get pissed off. There's no lyrics, and nobody noticed for years. So that, I thought that was pretty fucking awesome. And then um, they actually played real music by real up and coming artists, and they actually got a lot of traction in radio because of this show. Uh, Blondie uh, specifically, Heart of Glass, 
uh, was first featured on this show and started gaining so much traction, she donated one of her gold albums to the show. And you can see it just every now and then, if you see a gold album hanging on a wall, that's probably Blondie's album. And there's a bunch of people that donated shit to the show because that show helped them get off the ground. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, now what's funny about that is I went to see Bruce Springsteen at uh, the the amphitheater, um, Blossom. Okay. At Blossom Music Center. This was probably 10, 12 years ago. Um, and Blondie was there in... The uh, she was just standing on the side of the road. My brother looks at me and goes, "Oh, that's Blondie." <laughs> Turned out I didn't realize she lived in Ohio. Oh but hell, I don't think I ever did either. She lives in Ohio. Nice. I was like, "That's really kind of interesting." But then again, <laughs> I, I I have tons of stories with my brother. He was the one that got me to go watch the Plasmatics. Oh, nice. Yeah, Wendy Williams. Jesus Christ, that brings back some memories. Yep, it was right after the microphone incident, and there were so many. <laughs> there were cops standing on both sides of the stage, just waiting to arrest her. All right. Uh, so, anything else with WKRP? Now, no, I will. I will that's say all I got with them. WKRP was on my list, but I had to take it off of the main list. No, okay, fair enough. But I, 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 I couldn't do it. It's all right, man. So, Scott, your number 10 is next. I'll go with that. I'm not even going to mention another show I thought you might have had instead of that, but okay, I will go with No, 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 no. Number 10 starred David Hasselhoff, and it is The Knight Rider. Now, you know the other show I'm thinking (laughs) of, right? Uh... Helicopters. Uh, just, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's, um... that's on this list somewhere. Uh, <laughs> anyways, September of 1982, Night Raider came out, and it ran all the way until 1986. Oh my oh, god, nice. we're saying 19 for, uh, for that style show. That's pretty. That's a pretty good run. Yes, it was, um, it was, uh, let's see here. Oh no, I don't want to go to that yet. No, you don't. Why? There we go. There you go. Uh, all right. So let's get into some trivia here. Please. Do you know who did the voice for Kit? I do not. Oh, wait. Was it the guy that was the doctor in Chicago Hope? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, forgive me. I don't remember his name, but he also played uh, John Adams in the um, the musical, the video musical of 1776. William Daniels, oh, nice. who did the voice of Kit, never ever appeared in the credits during the show's four-year run. Are you kidding? Nope. That's just wrong. Uh, next bit of trivia, David Hasselhoff and William Daniels 
did not meet until the production Christmas party after the first year, the first season of filming. Well, what the hell was he reacting to? The 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 way that they did it was they would do the hard videos. The the main the, action with the Hoff and everything was just some exactly. rando on the side feeding and lines. William Daniels would go into a studio and do all of the voiceovers afterwards. So I'll bet watching Knight Rider for Hasselhoff was as big a surprise as everybody else watching Knight Rider. <laughs> exactly. You know, they <laughs> they they uh they they would flip it here and there uh so that sometimes they would have uh William Daniels vocals for for the Hoff to to work against but most of the time it was the Hoff doing his scenes first and then uh William Daniels just went into the studio at the end nice kind of like David Prowse doing the lines of Darth Vader and then having him dubbed over by James Earl at the end Exactly. All right, we are up to Burke's number nine. Mash. Um, yeah, dude, I watch that. I watch that show a lot. Actually, I have also seen the original movie, which is if you've never seen the original movie with Spear Chucker in it. Yeah, I, I highly recommend. The, the only character that transferred from the movie to the show was Gary Burgoff's. The, the actor uh, playing the same character of Radar. Um, but the movie's phenomenal. It was one of the first movies where actors talked on top of other actors in a movie. Um, and it, the, the, the line 69 is divine comes out of that movie, which is hilarious. Uh, you get to actually hear all the lyrics to Suicide is Painless in the movie. Um, but we're not talking about the movie. We're talking about this um, and Alan Alda you know great great actor in that movie in that series and everything like that um not a whole ton of trivia i mean there's a ton of stuff you could talk about but uh that series lasted longer than the actual war yes yep yeah. and uh clinger the character was only supposed to be in one episode and they got so much positive feedback from him that that he ended up being uh, a main character uh, throughout the entire run from Toledo. The guy is actually from Toledo. has been talking to somebody that was that knew him and his mom and everything. And he so has the, a he has a restaurant bar yeah, up yeah. there. You know, the, the Toledo Mud Hens, real baseball team. He has everything he talked about I'm in actually Mash I actually exists in real life. I actually know his daughter. Oh nice. I think we've talked about this once before yes. for some reason. So, and then the last bit of trivia, largest television audience ever for yeah. the finale. You want to take a, take a guess at, at how many million people watch it? I, I will say 16 mil. 121.6 million viewers on television never recreated. You know... People are happy with sixteen to twenty mil watching yeah, oh yeah. a show. Yeah, that's that's those are those are Not, number one with the bullet numbers right there. But hundred and twenty one million people watch that final episode. I have one bit of trivia for this. Ooh, do tell. And I I have to ask you: 
If you know the answer to this, what was the offshoot TV show? Trapper John MD? Correct. Correct. One of, that was one of my favorites. Uh, it did not make this list, but yeah, I, I would I, say I, that I, that was I, in my top 20. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that puts us at Scott's number nine, which happens to be chips. Oh, God, I love that show. All right, I must ask you, Poncherello's first car, what was it? Uh, his first car was a Camaro. No, his first car. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I remember the Camaro. I don't remember his first car. His first car was a Civic CVCC. The <laughs> damn thing looked like a fucking Mini, but it was this tiny-ass little fucking... Yeah, oh yeah, it was the tiniest of Hondas ever built. <laughs> it was a Civic CVCC. Yeah, tiny little car. It was great. Uh, oh, my God. And then God. he graduated okay. to the Camaro. Oh, I... I, I... I remember the Camaro because that was in a whole bunch. I mean, this this show ran from 1977 to 1983. That's a pretty damn long run. So, I don't remember much else about. I mean, I watched it. I I watched that show a ton. I won't. Okay, I do have trivia here. Nice. None of this is going to be questions to you. I'm just going <laughs> to, uh, because you wouldn't get it. <coughs> uh, okay. I will ask this as a question. Okay. Who, who was the only character in the show that suffered a very serious motorcycle accident while filming an episode? Ooh. Until... Hang on. Until he recovered, he literally shot scenes from his hospital bed. Christ, was that the uh, was that the lieutenant? No, it was Eric Estrada. No kidding. Was yes. That episode where he got shot or something that they explained it or what? No, he they they explained that he had a motorcycle. They they did it as he had a motorcycle accident. Oh, they rode and, it in. No, that's and uh, they filmed him. In the hospital, and it played for like two weeks. That he was in the hospital the, the entire. It was great. It was great. Uh, Sergeant Gatrer. Yes, that was him. Sergeant Gatrer's wife, Gwen Guilford had a recurring role as Betty. Who was his wife? Or wait, hang on here. <laughs> Gwen Guilford, who had a recurring role as Sergeant Gatrer's wife, Betty, was the real life wife of Robert Pine, who played Gatrer. So Gatrer's oh. real wife was played his wife on the show. Nice. Very and nice. this, <clears throat> this as a veteran, really kind of made me. Made me kind of laugh. Uh, the guy that played John, um, Eric Estrada's partner, right, was uh, Larry Wilcox. Was his name? Was among the first character on a television series to be identified as a Vietnam veteran. 
it was one of the few shows to portray Vietnam veterans in a positive manner. Larry Wilcox actually served as a U.S. Marine during the Tet Offensive. Oh, wow. That I didn't um, know. And he actually made the production company show him in a show veterans in a positive light. I think that was then. Yeah. Back then that was kind of, yeah, upstanding because back then it was always shell shocked and fucked up. And well, not just that Uh, Americans, Americans treated veterans kind of like crap. Um, I remember the, when I went into the Navy, we went through a 45 minute class on how, uh, how the public treats veterans and, and how the public treats military people. And one of the movies I specifically remember seeing was some guy, uh, yelling at sailors to get off of his fucking lawn. He actually had signs in his front yard that said, stay off my fucking lawn sailors. Um, just total anti-military in the 60s and the 70s. Which there was a lot going on, man. Um, Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, that is all that I have for that. We're going on to Burke's number eight. Burke, what is your number eight? My number eight is the original OG Star Trek. William Shatner, Leonard Nimoy. The, the, yeah, I watched the dog shit out of that show. Well, I was watching reruns of it, obviously. But, uh, oh, my God, I watched that just a ton. Now, that particular picture you have there is kind of cool. The blonde behind Kirk, that's Majel Barrett, who was married to Gene Roddenberry. She ended up doing the computer voice Anytime a computer was talking back to people, it was 99% of the time, it was her voice. And I mean, she was doing that well into the next generation. And she actually appeared as a, as a Loxana Troy's mom. And she was funny as hell in that role. Um, or no, that was her name. I'm sorry. Uh, Deanna Troy's mom, Loxana. Um, but yeah, she was the computer voice for, for ages and ages and ages and, and, you know, but uh, yeah, first interracial kiss on TV attributed to Star Trek. Um, but it was just, you know, for the, the time that it was out, it was it was just really good television. It was, you know, too bad it didn't last too long. But uh, the only real bit of trivia that I have about that is evil equals goatee. I mean, that thing kind of started the whole trope of if you have an evil twin, he has a goatee. There was one episode where they, I don't know, went through a time warp and ended up in an evil parallel universe, and Spock's going to go tease. You know, he's the evil one. So I, I have one more piece of trivia for you. I, I probably have a ton, but yeah, go ahead. Oh, there's there is a ton. Um, <laughs> through the production, it was made clear uh, that each shirt, each shirt's color represented uh, the. Represented a different that you worked in. Correct. The red shirt <laughs> meant that you died. would die. <laughs> All red shirts die. So, I, I love. There's a great picture of a bunch of red shirts 
facing off with a bunch of stormtroopers, and the stormtroopers are shooting at him, missing him, but the red shirts still end up dying anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, there was, I had I had found a graphic uh, like six months ago when I was doing research on Star Trek, and I couldn't find it again. But they showed screenshots of every person that died <laughs> on the show. And 97% had red shirts on. Um, The Jeffries tubes were named after one of the production crew. I remember that. Um, Still to this day, the number one uh, uh, sci-fi show as far as viewership goes is Trouble with Tribbles. Yeah, that was a hilarious episode. It really was. I mean, they brought that back in DS9, and they did a great, great thing of, like, um, they, they took the special effects from Forrest Gump, where you took somebody new and put them onto old footage, and they did an entire, like, three of the DS9 crew went back in time and were on the original Enterprise during the Trouble with Tribbles episode. And it was it was actually a lot of fun. There's, there's other, oh, God, there's so much trivia on that damn show. There's Something about some of the hallways were had a an acronym, the T H G N. This hallway goes nowhere. <laughs> it's like one of the you know, and all the doors, all those pneumatic doors were always like people opening and shutting them. And sometimes they had a cable attached so that they would open and close at the same at, time. At the same time, but it was still a guy just pulling a string opening and closing the doors and there's there's tons of outtakes where like the doors close on people's noses and shit that, that yeah. i i actually saw a video that was made of them taking the bridge set apart Ooh, sad. And it, well no not sad it's it's an iatsi set um what what most people don't know is that when you're on a sound stage like that uh most of your sets have quick disconnects on them so that you can take them apart quickly, move them, you know, put the next set up. Uh, that set takes probably five minutes to take apart and nice. put together. And that way you're, you're only killing one sound stage for the entire production instead of four different sound stages at the same time um but that's how i sets are built it's a fabulous show it was one of my favorites growing up i did not put it on my list because you already had it on your list (laughs) you could have had it you don't care you know i i could have but here's the thing if i had done that i wouldn't be able to put shows like my number eight (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, how did I forget about that? (laughs) Yes, it is the Batman. (laughs) 1966 to 1960. Only ran for two years. Um, Honestly, people. uh, (laughs) This show show almost didn't happen. Almost all of the uh, the the information that they got from the um, 
the the groups that that uh, the focus groups that they did basically said that that this was a crap show and you shouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what was the who was the the bust that they flipped the head back to get to the back cave? Who was that? Uh, it was Shakespeare. Yes, very good, very good. Um, how many episodes were there? Spinoffs in the Batman series. Off the top of my head, I can't say. I, I would say probably four. I think I can only remember two. Oh shit! You know what? No, I'm thinking of actually Star Trek had a, a one that I'm thinking of, and it had Terry Gar. It was a time traveler one. I mean, I remember Green Hornet as a as a being on Batman and then getting their own show. I, I we'd have to look of, that one up. I I kind of I kind of get convoluted though because uh, the Halls of Justice, uh, the cartoon show, um, which I was watched the crap out of that show, yeah, <laughs> was actually spun off of the Batman. Yeah. Um. So I I don't know. I I think there's about four spinoffs. Or offshoots from from Batman, um, and God only knows that uh, Batgirl was incredibly hot. Oh, yeah, and Catwoman was incredibly hot. And wait, 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 which one? What do you mean? There, there, there two is. Yvonne is the only one. Uh, Ursa Kit was pretty hot, man. <sighs> uh, okay. Okay. She had that 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 kind of almost what, what accent was that almost like Russian? I don't know. She, yeah, she went Russian. Yeah. Okay. Why am I? Uh, why are you going backwards? I don't there know. Anyway, go. there's Batman. Okay. You you uh, have some right. trivia. Please please enlighten. The shot of the Batmobile leaving the Batcave was filmed where? It's got to be the hills of California somewhere. It is. Bronson Cavern in Hollywood Hills. The Batmobile was about the same width as the cave entrance. <laughs> to avoid ripping off the fenders, the camera was undercranked so the car could come out slowly. <laughs> and the video footage was sped up. Sped up. Absolutely. Later. Now, here, here is... Okay, a, this show was originally on ABC. Okay. Uh, ABC canceled the series in 1968. The producers waited to see if anyone else would pick it up. Nobody picked it up in two weeks. They bulldozed the Batcave set. NBC, the next week, offered to pick up the show unaware that they had bulldoze the set oh god so ladies and gentlemen you could have had season three three more years of batman but abc bulldozed the set and nbc said that it would cost too much to rebuild it you gotta admit going out on tops might be not such a horrible thing always leave them wanting more 
Always leave them wanting more. All right, we are. Wait, buh, 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 buh. We are. No more trivia, to, huh? No, I don't have anything else for that. That ain't me. Oh wait, oh, uh, that's not you. How about this? I need to get my finger off of the wheel. <laughs> Watch that trigger hand there, buddy. Uh, th- this was on my list as well, but I took it off uh, because I, I, you I, had it. I apologize, man, but yeah, what a great show. Okay, my number seven is Night Court. Now, this picture that I am showing you is from the original first year. Yes. So there's no Marky Post. Well, there was another lady in between her and Marky Post. And who was that? Uh, for, please forgive me. I do not remember her name, but I know what she did. Damn, you suck at this trivia shit. The lady <sighs> between that girl and Marky Post was the actual singer from Paradise by the Dashboard Lights. Oh, really? Yes. And she was waiting and waiting and waiting for a tour to happen from that album. But Due to legal issues and timing and whatever, it, it, it was a couple. It was like almost a couple years after the album was released that they, that Meatloaf went on tour, and in the time being, she needed the jobs, and so she took Nightcore. I believe she, she was at least one season, maybe two. I cannot remember. There was so much turmoil with that Meatloaf "Bad Out of Hell" album. Album. Uh, there was so much uh, legal crap that was going on. It was stupid. I mean, the fact that that album got made at all, I and mean, would you actually like, I mean, we could do a deep dive on that whole album. It, the, the, it, the, it's amazing it got done at all because nobody wanted it. Not a single record company in the entire world wanted anything to do with it. And Todd Rundgren said, yeah, fuck it. I'll pay for it. And I'll provide all the musicians and I'll do the guitar and, I'll do the whole damn thing, and and it's one of the most iconic albums ever. So, so Meatloaf, Meatloaf just died. What yeah. three days ago? Four days ago? Um, so I this... never realized that Steinman Steinman died last year. Yeah, I, I just like yeah, flabbergasted. Well, this you know I I I actually before. Um, before we did this show, I wanted to do uh, a video from uh, a company called Legacy.com that that showed all the people that died in 2021. Because honestly, 2021 was a horrible year as far as Talent people that... Passing away? Oh my God, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, the entertainment world lost so... I mean, Sean Connery died. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Sean Connery's brother died, which nobody knew who he was, but but he looked just like Sean in the picture. I was like, wow. (laughs) Wow. Damn. Anyways, let's get back to Night Court. Uh, Night Court came... Night Court put out... um, not not just put out, but uh, created several uh, hot stars. 
Oh yeah, there there are a lot of talent that began on that show. Uh, the one that, that that and about the only one piece of trivia I have written down is Brent Spiner of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Well, and he had a hilarious character on there, and they were going to make him a recurring character, except he got the job on Star Trek and couldn't do it. So. But uh, well, John Larroquette had a huge run um, on several shows that had to do with with painkiller addiction, but that's okay. And he actually um, showed up as a Klingon in one of the Star Trek movies at one point in time. Yes, he did. And yeah. Marky Marky Post came out. I mean, she she did a, a lot of TV of movies. Stuff. Oh yeah, a lot of TV movies. She just died, and and the um. The African American gentleman that took over for uh, took over yeah, the, as the, the, the clerk. Reporter. Yeah, um, he just died this past year too. Good lord, um, I can't remember his name. Yeah. Roz now Roz died during the filming of the show. Well, well, so did the original uh, Selma. Was it her name? The lady that played the the. The older lady, she passed away during. The- God, I th- I thought her name was Roz. No, the original lady, the the late in your picture, the one that's to the to the left. Right, the the lady cop. Yeah, she the Roz was the was the 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 lady after her, and the actress's name I think was Selma, and I can't remember her full name. Um, but yeah, it was her and her, and I can't remember who took over after that. Oh, there was another older lady. There was there was that lady, another older lady. She passed away, and then Roz was the third one. I'm going to say this. Night Court, anyone, anyone listening, go to Netflix or wherever you can find the show and watch it. Um, the writing is brilliant. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the, the the satire is great. John Larroquette is such a broken character and is just a pleasure to watch. Bull, Bull it, it was funny because Bull's character was supposed to be like somebody with an IQ of 180, uh, but they kind of like dimmed him down for the whole thing. Um, Mel Torme, because like, Harry Anderson loved Mel Torme in real life, uh, started bringing him and the writers wrote it in. And Mel Torme's music actually took an uptick in popularity because of Night Court. And so then mm-hmm. and when Mel was approached to come on the show, he was like, oh, my God, yes, I absolutely want to be on this show. And he was, he was freaking hilarious he on the show. He was too, yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember. Oh, okay. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, anything else on that? That's all I got. We're going to Scott's number, number seven. Yes. Which is the Fall Guy. Nice. That <laughs> uh-huh. brings up another show. Oh, actually, that's on my... Okay, never mind. Yeah, go ahead. 1981 to 1986. The Fall Guy starred Lee Majors and Heather Locklear. Mm, Heather Locklear. The opening song was actually sung by Lee Majors and mentions... A couple of women that he had some uh, some hippity doodah with. A little uh, extra fun with or something like that? little extracurricular act. 
activity, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, oh, God, all my notes are not on here. Oh, God. You have to dredge them from the bowels of your brain? Okay, here we go. Initially, television executives were wary of doing this show. They were wary of doing a show about stuntmen who moonlight as private investigators. They changed their mind when they heard the demo tape of Lee Majors singing The Unknown Stuntman. Really? Yes. So this show almost didn't happen. But because Lee had a good song, it did. That, that's, that's some damn good trivia there, my friend. Every character on the show that listened to classical music during the show eventually turned out to be a bad guy. <laughs> Either they drive a Jaguar or they listen to classical music or they're British. Those are the now, three things. <laughs> now, here is, here is the question to Burke. Oh, Lord. I didn't a, watch this one a ton, so. A stunt scene from a 1976 film is used in the opening credits. Gene Wilder's character is seen dangling from a train. What scene or what movie is this from? Oh God, I really feel like I should know this. It's all the president's men came to my mind right away, but that's not on a train. Gene Wilder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Richard Pryor. Gene Wilder was not in the Silver Streak. Gene Wilder (laughs) and Richard Pryor. You got me on that one. Both in Silver Streak. Gene Gene Wilder's character is seen dangling from the train, train signal bridge before falling. I'm going to call shenanigans on that one because I love the Silver Streak. And I do not remember Gene Wilder being in that movie. I remember them having another villain. uh, So that everyone knows on television or or on the podcast that they're listening to all of my trivia was gotten from imdb so are you if, thinking of ned Beatty by chance if if because my I'm information i'm on imdb looking at the cast of the unless there was a tv show called the silver streak gene wilder was not in that movie Gene Wilder, Jill Clayburgh, Richard Pryor, Patrick McGowan, Ned Beatty, who played with Gene Hackman in Superman, Clifton James, remember the sheriff from James Bond, Ray Walston, Stephen Gershak, Len Bierman, Valerie Curtin, Lucille Benson, Scatman Crothers, Richard Keel, who played Jaws in the James Bond movie, Fred Willard, you, my friend, are incorrect. Or the IMDb stuff was incorrect. Uh, hold like hold said, on. Robert Can... Culp, for crying out loud, the guy from uh, Greatest American Hero, he was in it. 
Hang on. Because let's um, face it, there's two really great cars in that movie. E-Type Jaguar, Fiat X19. Yes. Yes. <sighs> Give it a second here. Go to trivia. Don't prompt me. <laughs> Why'd you get a one? <laughs> if you're going to interrupt me while I'm searching for shit. Where is it? Colt's truck. The theme song. Uh, da, da, da. Lou Ferrigno. A stunt scene from. Right here. Yeah. A stunt Great. scene from 1976 film Silver Streak is used in the opening crest. Gene Wilder's character is seen dangling from a train. So, uh, IMDb oh, sucks. Oh, shit. I'm, dude, I am. No, no, no. I'm so sorry. I, I'm thinking of somebody. Yes. Gene. Wait. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That's me and not you. I don't uh, know why I'm thinking. Why am I thinking of... I'm thinking of Gene Hackman. That's what I'm thinking of. I am an idiot. Yes, Gene Wilder was... Yes. Okay. You're... Yes, I'm an idiot. Fucking fired. Yep, I'm fired. <sighs> I had Hackman stuck in my brain. I don't know why. Too many damn genes out there. Yes, Wilder and Pryor. And they did... What did they do? Like seven or eight movies together after that? Okay, now, now you've... Totally fucked up the yeah. So you you cut all that shit out, but I did mention Silver Streak, so I kind of had it right. Um, so we're on number six. We're gonna take a little break here. Yes, yes, we are. Uh, I have to relieve, and Brick needs to uh, regroup after fucking <laughs> up so bad. <laughs> all right, we'll be back in a second. Bye bye. Oh, I don't have my ears on. That's why I'm. <laughs> I'm like sitting here going, "Well, Burke's just fucking ignoring me." <laughs> what a dickhead! What a dickhead! No, I've been talking. You just ain't listening. What apparently, a dick! I should, I should uh, not drink before the webcast, man. My, uh, yeah. Why? Wow. Okay. Why? What happened? Gene Wilder. Come on, man. He's one of my favorite actors of all times. Uh, yeah. No, I'm an, I'm an idiot. Well, we there's have, no we, argument here. Yeah. Did, didn't, didn't we have like uh, Young Frankenstein, one of my favorite movies, and all that kind of good shit? You did. All right. All right. Uh, we are up to Burke's number six. Jace. Is this correct? You am, are. Am I, you, sir, are correct. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. My number six pick is Miami Vice. 
And this I'm is a betting show. your only trivia on this is the same as mine. Probably. Um, and this is kind of a weird show because when it first came on, I thought, yes. oh, this looks like a douchebag show. I ain't watching it. But it came on reruns. And I think I was flipping through channels and just caught the action of some dude rolling and unloading an entire clip of 16 bullets into some dude. I'm like, the fuck is this? This is awesome. I'm like, oh, crap, this is Miami Vice. Maybe I'll have to watch this and check it out. And then, yeah, I was I was hooked. Did you watch the first episode? Yeah, I've seen the first episode. Okay, the first episode, there was this scene where they're driving in the Daytona. Not and, truly a Daytona, but okay. And uh, uh, what was his name? Chubbs? Tubbs? Tubbs and Crockett. Uh, they were filming Tubbs as he was driving along, and and there was just something about the cinematography through that whole scene that had me hooked on the first show. Well, you uh, had it was silent except for in the air tonight playing. They had dialogue that was silent except you could hear the dialogue only between the two. I mean, the whole show was based around MTV, so your background is really quite good for that. Um, they they had some of the best music of the '80s on the show. That was why it was one of some of the most expensive shows on TV because they were paying royalties to you know they weren't they weren't doing the usual you know elevator style music and changing it up ever so slightly so that no they were using actual glenn fry the whole that that yeah, whole yeah. glenn fry song was incredible yeah and then he actually showed up on the series in a episode which mm -hmm. and they use his song for that one a lot of, and there was a lot of musicians that showed, Frank Zappa showed up for an episode. There were so many, uh, yep, yeah, so many good cameos. So many. It's another show that really kind of launched a, a bunch of people. You know, they showed up on an episode, and all of a sudden, people were like, "Oh, hey, that didn't suck. We had to cast him in something else." Um, now, the original Daytona was not a true Ferrari; it was a Corvette replicar. Uh, my one bit of trivia is. Ferrari, the corporation, was kind of miffed that they were using a not real Ferrari. So they donated the Testarossa to that show. Ferrari said, here, use the real thing because you deserve it. Can you imagine somebody just giving you a Ferrari because they want you to use the real thing? <laughs> In the air tonight was a good mm -mm. song. And then that just that Tonight. show re skyrocketed that show that move that sorry that song to, to you know number one again. Um, Versace was an unknown uh, clothing brand until they they one of the producers went to Italy saw this stuff and said hey you should wear this and like the reason that that Don Johnson doesn't wear any socks or any t shirt it was hot as hell and they just kept taking off more layers and more layers until they got down to the bare fucking minimum. So no socks, no t-shirt, just a shirt, jacket, pants, shoes. That's it. Cause it was just hot as blazes. Down. But that became, it became a the, fad. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, I, 
dude, I've got a pair of boat shoes sitting over here right now. <laughs> the the white white or light blue sport coat with a t-shirt underneath. And I mean, all the weird ass uh, colors too. It was it, the yeah. white fucking pants. The white pleated fucking pants. Oh yeah, which were hot. I, I don't get yeah, it was me wrong. a good look. Yeah, it, 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 it was, was a, a, good, it was a look. good look. Um, I'm telling the, you right now. Every go on the, the alligator. I believe was the actual mascot alligator, and there were two of them that they used on the show. But it was for the, the University mascot. of Florida. I well, think yes, it is. yes. Yes. Um, I, I yeah, I, I'm telling you, this show broke records. I mean, every criminal in America got a sawed-off shotgun after this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, just yeah, <laughs> just a good show, man. So, yeah, what, what else am I gonna say? That was the shit, man. When it was on, I was watching. I couldn't, I couldn't tear myself away. Okay. Do you have any trivia? No. Okay. That's okay. The the next slide, <laughs> which is Scott's sixth, I need for you to just look at the picture. Okay. Do not look at the title. Okay. I don't want to go in there and edit the title out. I'm going to leave the title there. Look at the picture and tell me what my next show is. Is the title at the top or the bottom? top oh god yes that is um oh oh shit and i've watched that i've watched that show too god damn it oh i can't remember what it is not battle the titans uh oh shit fuck that brain cell okay you can look i can't you don't have it on there um I do no. have it. Not Look on at my the title. Oh, it's at Star Blazers. Oh shit. <laughs> oh god, yes. All right. Um this came out in 1979 and actually it was originally supposed to come out in 1975. Uh I got our cameras covering half of the Star Blazers. There we go. Now I can read the whole thing. So 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 it was originally supposed to come out in 1975. It came out in 79 here in America. Actually, the the uh, uh, the English version was slated to come out in 1977, but it didn't come out until 1979. 1975, they came out, um, and they came out in Japan only. The the reception of it was horrible. And it literally got scrapped until Star Wars came out. <laughs> when Star Wars came out, Star Blazers started to ramp back up. And officially released in 1979. I'm going to tell people right now. I would wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> To watch Star Blazers <laughs> on WUAB. Yeah, that's that was a, right. That was a, that was a more of a battle of the planets, the fishing it out of than Star Blazers. But I did watch Star Blazers. All right, 
So, first bit of trivia, can you name the ship? No. And I should. It, it's like, it's not the... Or, uh, no, no, I can't. Not in my condition. The name of the ship is the Yamato. Yes. Which is a actual battleship from World War II. And? That, that was sank... During World War II, and in 19... Hang on, I have the date here. No, I don't have the date. That's okay. Ah, it's like 1997. They sent a drone down, or a, ro a drone down, and found the Yamato. Oh, wow. Which had split in half when it was sank. Wow. That was also a name that Star Trek The Next Generation resurrected for the sister ship of the Enterprise in the first season. Here we go. Star Blazers is not the first English adaptation of space battleship Yamato. It is actually preceded by a little-known English adaptation in 1977, Spaceship Space Battleship Yamato film. Hmm. It was titled Space Cruisers and had a limited release in the UK. Interesting. Uh, let's see here. Where is where's my next bit of trivia? Right here. The <laughs> voice actors for the English language dubs were uncredited. Yeah, that's as nice. all the performers were non-union. A fan-based effort spanning several years uncovered the majority of the actors' names, which are now listed on IMDb. Oh, wow. That's nice. Yeah, I think that's freaking awesome. There was not a lot of trivia for, for this show. Um, the things that I remember. This show ran... Uh, from uh, like i started watching it in junior high school and went all the way into my senior high school times <laughs> watching the show uh it, it was great it played right before or right after the ptl club and i <laughs> woke up <laughs> and watched Jim Bra Jim Baker for a half an hour. Actually, my mother used to drive me nuts because she was pissed off because at first, before before Star Blazers was, uh, who, who's the the weird exercise guy? Um, talking the short gay one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with the poofy hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And I have zero uh, brain cells at the moment. So Richard Simmons. That's it. Um, so for the first year that or first two years, I would watch Richard Simmons uh, workout video before I watched Star Blazers. Um, now, trust me, people, I did not work out with him. <laughs> if I did, I'd be in a hell of a lot better shape than I am now. Uh <laughs> But then the PTL club took over. <laughs> so who I had, who, who was the director of that station for fuck's sake? 
So I had Jim and Tammy Faye, Richard Simmons, Jim and Tammy Faye, and Star Blazers all in the same lineup in the same couple of hours. Really? It was horrible, man. It was horrible. <laughs> I learned about God, though, and how to make money. Ha, 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 ha.